This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash amp. Welcome to Anxiety Makes Me Poop. Hello. Hello, everybody. Y'all ready for a poop? <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> Did you have your fiber today? Extra <laughs> cup of coffee? Gonna get it rolling here. Oh, gosh. How was your day? Um, It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was busy, you know. It's always busy. Always busy. Yeah. We. I saw you on the highway today. I Yes. <laughs> I'm driving, and I'm like, oh, I think that's Mare. <laughs> and then we had this jerk in a Jeep that kept getting between that, us. It, that was wild. Yeah. Well, I was telling you about the other encounter I have by the walker. I was kindly yeah. letting him pass, and he flipped me off. Yeah. And even my niece, um, Steph, said if I would have gone, he would have flipped me off. Right. If I would have paused, he would have flipped right. me off. He was just miserable. Yep. So I had that the other day, them. too. Can't I was in them. the I was in the right lane in the city, and there was a bus in front of me. And the bus goes to pull away from the stop, and I had to turn right, right yeah, there. Yeah, Well, there was a truck parked there, so I had to get back into the left lane. And, of course, this guy won't let me in, and he's flipping mm. me off. And I go to turn right after I get around the truck, and it, the road is closed, so I have to Jeez. get back on, right? And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, this guy that had flipped me off, he had gotten into the right lane, and then he had to cut back over. And I'm like, oh. Oh, it's okay if you do it and cut somebody <laughs> off. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. That's, have the day you, know, you deserve. <laughs> you know what? Somebody else told me that when I told him the story, and I said, no, I hope he has a great day because I wish nothing but the, the best, best for everybody. Yes. You know? Yes. Good I, karma. You know, good yeah. karma. You, put, you get what you put out. I, uh, I posted on Facebook that the old me yeah. would have done a U-turn and right. told the guy where to put his finger. Yeah. yeah. But the new me just kind of laughed and was like, okay, that's on you, yeah. man. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. Your misery that's is right. not going to bother me. Except that's for right. that I did take to socials to talk about yes. it, but it was more of a joke. But that's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. you t- you know, and your dad made a funny comment and everybody <laughs> got a good kick out of it. And that's, you made every, he, he is a miserable man that just made everybody's day. Yes, you know, exactly. Everybody Everyone had was a good laughing, laugh. laughing yep. emojis. Yep. So yeah. Um, before we start, we're going to have, we're going to talk about my story. Yes. Yeah. Some childhood. Finally. Some, yeah. It's been a minute. We're going to talk about Mira today and <laughs> what has given her a lifelong anxiety. <laughs> And how she's battled it. (laughs) So everyone that is listening probably listened to my colonoscopy. Oh my gosh. That was our last one. So I mean that if that doesn't show you that I have no I I have no medical stomach issues. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. Have you know stomach issues. They're mental stomach issues, (laughs) not physical stomach issues. (laughs) And I listened back to Kevy's episode and I listened back to yours. And I thought, yep, I can relate. Yep, I can relate. And this is why I have some things that are going on. You know, there's yeah. childhood, there's illnesses, there's a bunch of other stuff. So also like something that I probably will never be able to relate with a lot of other people is I'm not a mom. Right. And that's right. like a whole nother worry. set of anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Funny thing is I didn't even write about them in here. Everything's fine with them. Well, they're good kids. Yeah, they so, are good kids. Yeah. You know, we we had our we had our things that went through. Obviously, I won't share too much because they're young adults now. I don't know yeah. what they would want me to share, but they've both been through like they have some medical history. Yeah. yeah. And it stressed me out a lot yeah. and the family's out a lot. I mean, I you know, when it's so children are resilient. Right. When they're going through medical things, they just go through it. Yeah. I, it's different as a they parent. They know no different. And I hate to like, yeah. 
you know, reverse it back on me. But right. you worry and you, because our minds just think the worst. Right. The kids know what they feel. Yeah. They know how they feel. Okay, fine. Yep. Take me to the doctor. Let's do this. Okay, fine. I have to take that medicine. Oh, I yeah. have to do this and this and this. Yeah. But as a parent, you're just like your mind or even like a guardian or anybody, your your mind just goes so much further than yeah. what's actually happening. Yeah. Where I think as young kids, they just stay with the facts. Okay, right. this is how I'm feeling. I'm going to go tell the doctor how I'm feeling. And that's it. Yeah. You know, so I, yeah, I really didn't write too much about them because we did it. We made it through. Yeah. They're great kids. They're, you know, and they're healthy and the least we did of it. your anxiety now. They are the least of my anxiety <laughs> this month. So, so far. This month. I'll let you know yeah. on the next episode when we do part two. So I wrote here, like similar to your reflection on childhood, I can also say that I reflect back on a childhood of loneliness. Yeah. Just like you and Kevy said. Yeah. But really, I had people around me. Yeah. I was just a lonely kid. Right. You know, because, and, and you'll see why. I, you know, I think when I look back, I did not have one person with anything that I was going through ask me if I was okay. Right. Like, like look at me and say, oh, she's acting that way. Is she Okay. And I know a lot of people say that they had that one teacher or that mentor that really made the difference in their lives. I, I got nobody. Nobody. Like even Adele had a live event and her like fourth grade teacher or something that she remembered yes. was there or whatever it was. Yes. I, I can't think of it. I had no one. I can't think of anyone that actually like took me under their wing. You know, you, everyone has those stories. Right. That mentor that they had. I don't. I don't. Um. And actually, I would say probably before I met you and Bestie and, you know, when the kids were younger, so like maybe like 12 years ago, I really couldn't figure out why I was here. Like, what am I doing? You know, I was really pretty miserable. Yeah. And yet I had a great life. I have a fantastic husband. I have great kids. You know, yet, like I said, we were going through the medical things, but I, it just kind of felt like, like a soul floating through life. Yeah. I really did. I felt lost. Felt no purpose. I, yes. And I used to, I used to say, oh, what a waste. What are you doing? And then my, my thing that I always said was if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have luck at all. Mm, yeah. I always said that. Like, as I just felt like everywhere I looked, I was just getting pushed down. Now, a lot of things have changed because I've, I've done it for myself. Yeah. Obviously I found great friends. My family's even stronger. And so that helps a lot. Yeah. So if you're not in the right circle of friends or you have some family, you got to get away from them. Yep. And even if it's a little time alone while you're looking for the next better friend, yeah. I would say do that because yeah. I don't, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have you guys or my family. Yeah. Um, me and my sister say a lot, like you love your family, but you don't really have to like them. And that's for a you know lot of I mean? people. Yeah. And that's like, you you're know, you're born into a family. Yeah. And, and, and you will always love them. Yes. That's your family, but yes. you don't really have to like them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that goes with friends too. If that's, if it's, if, like you said, if it's not a good thing, then don't continue it. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, I, this is not in my stories, but since we're bringing this up, I had a friend, childhood friend that I had to let go because the thought of getting together with this person, my, my stomach yeah. would be in knots. Yeah. Always and trust your gut. Always trust your gut. And it was a very, very sad situation to do. But, you know, knowing that we weren't getting together anymore or kind of that I, I let it go, I, I just, it was like this weight off my yeah. shoulders, you know, and that's just a sign. You know, you may not want to, oh my gosh, we have history. Oh, we've, you know, we've known each other for so long, but right. sometimes you just take different paths and you have to go yep. with the path that's going to be best for you. Yep. And I'm sure it was better for that person too, you know, so. Um, so my... I have these stories, but it's funny because they're almost like dreams because I suffer from memory loss. It's mm. like a joke. Um, you know, we talk yeah. about this, right? Yeah. And I was actually just talking about that. Uh, I did um, the trail around Lake Geneva on Sunday. We were kind of talking about that. And she had, it seems like we kind of paralleled a little bit. She had some similar things. It was like, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But kind of the same yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I would say I was trying to figure out how many years I have this, what's called disassociation or detachment from reality. Okay. And it's about 18 years. Wow. Yeah. Where I cannot, I don't have the memory of it. And yeah. it's a protection thing. Yeah. Yes. My, my body, like you, you hear those that have gone through very traumatic events. Right. They don't remember the situation right. Yeah, that this is me. And people think, how could they not remember yeah. if it was so bad? And it's like, because your brain literally blocks it out. It does. Yeah. And it has. Yeah. Um, like actually on social media, you know, we had our 30 year anniversary or something like that. And people were posting pictures and tagging me in them. And I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, I don't remember being there. 
some of the people I couldn't even pick out. I couldn't yeah. remember. And like, I couldn't like the one girl had her arm around me and I couldn't even picture what it felt like to have her arm around yeah. me. I had no memory of this Halloween party that I That's was so at crazy. when I was 10. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is, it's really crazy. I don't remember any of it. So unfortunately what I do remember, and I think this is just how my brain works is a lot of the negative things that happened when right. I was younger, which sucks. Right. But now that I've been kind of going through that um, coaching that I'm going through and I saw a therapist last year, there are a couple positive things coming up, which is kind of a weird feeling to me because I'm so used to thinking about the bad and how I'm going to protect myself. Right. And you got this guard up and then like something great and positive will come through. And I'm like, I don't know how to react to this. Yeah. Should I be smiling? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a weird You're feeling. You're like, was that a dream? <laughs> something good happened. No way. I had a good birthday that year. Yeah. No way. I know. I know. Right. Is it, I don't yeah. know. It's just weird. So yeah, I just want to bring that. I'm sure other people can understand that. That's probably one of my best memories is my birthdays as a kid. Oh, that's great. Yeah. See, now mine are filled with anxiety. Like, yeah. you know, inviting the friends or right. I should, I, I really didn't have any friends. So it was like inviting acquaintances and yeah. what are they going to think about my house or what, you know, or how about maybe not getting invited to a party or I just I was, was never invited. I yeah. was so <laughs> naive and just really not as mature as the people that I saw that I, I know I had no filter. Yeah. I was saying dumb things, you know, and, and that kind of stuff happened because yeah, I didn't know any kid. better. It you is, know? it is, but it's stuff that I still remember that I was like, wow, I just was, I don't These know. These are the thoughts you have at 10 o'clock when you're trying to fall asleep at night? Yes. What I said at that And one then you party. take a nap and then yeah. it's like 2 a.m. and then you think about oh, that shoot. kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. crazy. Um, so I actually have been diagnosed with PTSD, OCD, and low self-esteem. Yeah. That was two years ago. All right, I'm in my 40s already. So it was like, okay, let's work on this stuff. Yeah. Because I do wake up in the middle of the night hearing things that I used to hear like as a child and it literally makes me sit up and oh, jump gosh. up. Um, I, I love my dad. He was a little bit of a drinker when we were younger and he was a little bit tougher. He's great now. No drinking. Just, we just get along so good. Yeah. He's so funny, but he used to say my name in a certain way, even after having my kids, Yeah, I could hear it in the middle of the night yeah. and it would make me jump up. Like I was doing that something is wrong. Crazy. Yeah. I can really trigger my sister too by saying her name the, the way my mom would say it if she was in trouble. <laughs> She's like, "Stop it!" And I'm like, "I'll say it again." Well, Don't and I'm say not saying I didn't deserve it. I know, you know, yeah. it was just the right. way that it came right. out, right? Right. Because he was in the trades, concrete, and he had to go to bed early. He was waking up at four o'clock in the morning. Right. Well, I was like this high school kid that wanted to stay up till 10 o'clock <laughs> and he needed to go to bed at seven or seven 30. And so yeah. the whole house had to be quiet. quiet. So yes. I would hear my name if the music was too yes. loud. So, you know, and you had it on like two. Yeah. Two, yeah. And you'd still get yelled at and you're like, God, I just, they don't even let me live my life. <laughs> of course. So dramatic. I was on the rebellious side. Oh, that's so funny. I went through the same thing too. Cause my mom was a truck driver. So yeah. Yeah. Right. I can, right. I can relate with you on that one. And, but now that I'm getting older, so I love my house loud. My kids were allowed to do whatever. Like, like my son's a gamer and his bedroom's right above mine. He, I could hear him all night long. He would keep me up. I didn't realize how loud he was <laughs> until his ass moved to Florida. Until he left and you were so quiet. It was spooky quiet. Yeah. Like I would hear a creak upstairs. I'm like, <gasps> who's, up there? who's up there? He's gone. Who's up there? <laughs> so, yeah. So I did exactly the opposite. Like bring the friends over, be loud because yeah. I, we, we weren't able to because yeah. dad had to work, which makes sense. Right? No, 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 nothing bad there. So can I, can I say? Oh yeah a story that mm -hmm. relates to yours yeah. is my neighbor grew up with your brother, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, Oh my gosh, we went to Meredith's house. Like maybe twice. Yep. Like he always came to my house. Yep. Like we never went to his house, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So, so I, my dad knows this story. So if he's listening, he's going to laugh at this. So this is how it was. This is, this will be the, the best example. So I was a sophomore or junior in high school, finally liking the boys, you know, not feeling as awkward, yeah. even though I was just super awkward and ugly and whatever. Stop we'll get it. into that. And just didn't know what to do, you know. So finally, I had someone that wanted to come over, bring a couple friends over. And I said, well, my dad is sleeping. It's Friday night. It's 7.15. My dad yeah. is sleeping because he worked Saturdays. I said, we can sit out in the back, you know. And so we were sitting back on the patio on a, um, uh, what are they called? Picnic table? Yeah. 
And we were just chatting for a little bit, but I could, I, I do remember feeling the anxiety of if we wake my dad yeah. up or whatever, you know, yeah. because my mom knew they were coming over, but right. dad didn't because he went to bed. And all of a sudden the door opened, the back door opened. And oh, it was like, they, yep, they, they were only out there for 45 minutes. He was like, nope, out. Oh my and we weren't even, we weren't even loud. He just didn't like the idea of like boys coming over, yeah. very protective, you know? And so. God, I think about the things we they did start in my to, backyard. They start to stand up. And my dad says, you need to get your oil dripping piece of shit car. Oh my God. Off my concrete driveway. And I was like. Oh my God. And so, so I walked up to the front. They get in the car and I'm just like, call me. They're and like, they, uh, we will never talk to you again. <laughs> this house sucks. This house is a freaking prison. <laughs> I tease my dad for that all the time. Yeah. I don't know if he remembers it or not, but I tell him all the time. I'm like, oh my God. I'll tell you what, owning a concrete driveway is no joke. Oh, no joke. Yeah. No, again, yeah, don't blame him. Yeah. And it was probably just an yeah. old. I don't even know what it was, yeah. but yeah. It's like these fucking I think I made kids. I think I dated somebody that like drove a gremlin too. I'm pretty sure it like oh my dripped God. a little oil on there. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But anyways. Um, so <clears throat> so one of the things that I want to talk about is um another thing is like when my family talks about me, it's a lot of stories about being like sassy, sassy pants, or that I would say something, or they have this one story that they talk about all the time. And I remember that just last year, they brought kind of the same story up. And I know that I have changed so much. Like, like one person actually, someone from high school actually wrote me a couple weeks ago and said, man, you haven't changed. You are so funny. That was an insult to me. Really? They didn't mean it that right, way. Right, right. But I was like thinking to myself, that's, that's an insult. Like, I have changed so much. Yeah. I am a completely different person you know, I just feel like I've smartened up and I'm better right. and I'm successful and all this kind of stuff in my mind, right? Right. So we were out with family and they brought the same story up. And for the first time ever, I stood up for myself. I said, I am 47 years old. This happened 37 years ago oh and we're gosh. still talking about yeah. it. And I, I actually said it and they all just kind of looked at me and 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 my- They were like, who's this yeah, new woman? Yeah, and my one aunt went, okay. And that was it. Like it was completely understood. Yeah. Let's not do this anymore. And I was so happy. You're for not going to tell us the story. I'm not going to tell you the story. <laughs> That's one that I'm not going to tell because I hate the story. I hate the story. And it's story. brought up every fucking every time year. we're together. Yeah. They yeah. don't mean it. They they don't mean it, but they don't realize what it right. does to me. Right. Yeah. Because that's only the stories that I hear. Right. Like another one is that my mom always talks about I'm her first and I'm her only daughter. But she talks about, I was a chubby baby. I was eight pounds. I had a big head. So, eight pounds is like a normal baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even like, I mean, people are having 10, 12 pound babies, know. you know? All right, let's compare it to my daughter. She was three. Well, three pounds. All well, right. all different. Yeah. But no, and she, again, she, this is probably, is this a survivor talking? Like, they don't mean it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But she talks about how. I caused pain and that I was chubby and that, and you know, and it's funny until it happens over and over again right. and you don't realize what you're doing to that person. Right. Like for me, my birth brought on pain and I never heard, you know, how cute I was and you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. I was a blessing and no, it was long labor. It hurt my mom. I had a big head. I was eight pounds, you know, so yeah. you got to think about that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. not that I want to correct anyone in what they're doing. No, but, but that's just, a really just, good point. To it, make. Is, yeah. it is. And that's all, that's all, that's all I know yeah. about being born. Yeah. Like I don't remember any of the cute outfits, yeah. no pictures, no nothing like that. That's all I remember. Now my mom's a nurse. So I'm sure that is the kind of thing that she thinks of because now hopefully women don't go through that kind of stuff, right. but this was 40 plus years ago. Right. Um, so again, I get it, but it does something to the person. It really does. And when you hear it every year. Every year. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, I remember when you tough. were born. So, yeah. I mean, not to like teach anyone anything, but think about what you're saying. Like, you Absolutely. know, maybe, maybe bring on something positive as well. You know, oh my gosh. Yeah. My labor was so long, but I was so excited to put you in that cute outfit that yeah. we bought or something like that just just don't just, we call that a compliment sandwich where you're you know like, we do good, which bad is, good yeah that's probably not the best <laughs> but I think it would just, make it better though we're trying to improve we're yeah. trying you know yeah you know what it's funny I 
not and not to defend your mother in any way, but I yeah. believe it's her generation. Uh, yes, I I also believe that. Yeah, because when I went on the hike with my friend on Sunday, same same age, we had like I said, we had some parallel stories. Yeah, and then I've talked to some other friends. So a lot of my friends are younger than me. Yeah, and so it's a little bit different generation. We we do have some yeah. similar things and and bestie too, and and my um, my other friend too. Um, but a lot of my friends that I went to school with, we seem to have that same type of story. Yeah. Um, and they are, they're doing great. And some are not, yeah. some are struggling. Yeah. You know, I have a friend that is really, really struggling right now. So it just all depends on which way you go. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I agree with that. You and you and your, and your siblings, you have two brothers, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Two younger ones. And they all would tell a different story. You yes. all tell a different yes. story. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And that's something that was very hard for me to understand. Mm. Like when I got older and I would bring up things to my sister and she's like, I don't remember that. I only remember these terrible things. Sure. You know? And I'm like, well, I remember some bad things, but like we had this and this. She's like, you had that. I, w- I wasn't there. Right. I, you know, like, and it was like, wow. Right. How do we remember it so differently? Yeah. You know? So I'm going to uh, share some stories. You're going to laugh at some of these, <laughs> but this is why we're here. People, I hope you're I not alone. I hope I don't laugh and hurt your feelings. You're not going to laugh and hurt my feelings. Don't have your feelings hurt if these I laugh These things are like 30 something times. years old. Because and this is why I'm, I, yeah. When I'm uncomfortable, what do I do? I laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> if I shit my pants right now, I'll just be like, I shit myself. <laughs> Sorry, it smells down God, here. God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> so I've told this to many people. Um, but at Christmas one year, many, many, many years ago, uh, the, my siblings and my cousins would always get together. My mom and my aunt are best friends. They're just amazing. They do everything together. And that's her sister? Yeah. Or her sister-in-law? Yeah. Her sister. Her sister. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one year for Christmas, everyone got Care Bear figurines. Do you remember this story? Have I told you this story? You have told okay. me this story. I um, enjoy this They story. were an incredibly <laughs> popular thing back then. Yes. And so everyone had to open them at the same time. Oh. Okay. So like, I can't remember the exact names. Okay. But my brother got like Lucky Care Bear. My yes, cousin Lucky got Bear. Sunshine Care yep. Bear. My other cousin Sunshine got Bear. like one with rainbows or Rainbow a flower yep. or something like that. Yep. Happy. And so I'm, I'm looking around and I'm happy. And I, I am telling you right now, this is why I have PTSD on Christmas morning, <laughs> watching people open gifts. It is unbelievable. I cannot explain to you what it is to open a gift in front of people. Yeah. And I, this is why. Okay. Yeah. So sunshine, rainbow, flowers. And so I'm watching, I'm like, oh my God, this is so sweet. I love the Care Bears. They gave me grumpy Care Bear. <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> what do I do as like a very young child? I started freaking crying. And you know what they said? See, that's why we got you oh that one. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> I hate this story. I said I love this story. I hate it it's so the worst. much. <laughs> Fucking worst. Really? Oh my god. Oh, Meredith. don't cry, but that's why we got it for you. You're always grumpy. And, and I so, swear to God I'm not. Yeah, that's so crazy because that knowing you for ten years. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't know you when you were a child, right? But knowing you for ten years, I would have never bought you that Care Bear. I probably would have bought you Sunshine Bear. Right? Yeah. Cheerleader bear. Something. Splits bear. Yeah. I was always doing the splits yeah. and kicking and, yeah. you know, outside. And yeah, I don't, I, it's, it's wild. It's totally wild to me. See, that's why we bought it for you. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's listening like, oh, great. Sorry, mom. Thousands Sorry. of people are listening. <laughs> but no, I mean, and you do, I mean. I don't know. You 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 do things because it's what I'm sure they were giggling, shopping, like, ooh, yeah. let's get her this one. She's yeah. okay, but let me just say, and this is the whole theme to my episode. No one asked me if I was okay. Yeah. Again, with no mentors, no protection. Work it out on your own. Right. Really. I right. mean, truly. Um, from what I can remember, right? And you were I the don't oldest. have I have memory loss, so yeah. I don't know, but this is I think I would have remembered if someone was mentoring or, or asked, and I'm the yeah. oldest. Yeah. No one. Which is why I related to being lonely. Yeah. Because then it was like, okay, let's try and make this better. Okay, don't worry about it. You're fine. Okay, you know, I mean, Grumpy Bear sat on my dresser, you know. <laughs> so another thing, and we're going to go back to first grade now. So someone with anxiety, and this is why we're here, poop, 
pee, all that fun stuff, right? In first grade, I actually had incontinence. Like, I could not oh, hold my bladder yeah. because of the anxiety that I had in me. Yeah. Okay. Here's another funny story. Oh, shit. So I was in first grade, uh, already suffering from anxiety and stress and just never felt safe, like, anywhere I was, no matter what. I just always had that weird stomach. I just remember being at dance and just always, like, I'm sure my heart is just one yeah. big round beef, you know, yeah. just from the stress. So I went to a Catholic school. Where no one really seemed to live the godly life, but that's a whole that that's a whole like other episode. The worst thing ever um, is Catholic and, school. Yeah, and I also note here, like to take it from me, that even even Catholic private schools have bullies and people that aren't nice. Oh, even absolutely. Though you're supposed to, you know. So, so a nun asked me a, a question in class or in the hallway. I can't quite remember where she asked me. I didn't have the answer, so completely stressed out, I walked to my desk, and then I realized that I didn't take a bathroom break. I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to her and I think it was during a test and I said, I need to go to the bathroom. And she said, no, go sit back down. Walking back to my desk, I was like, shit, this is an emergency. And I, I peed myself, yeah. right? So, okay. So we go to the bathroom. The nun takes me to the bathroom. I take my underwear off. She's washing it in the sink for me. This is not the end of it. She takes my underwear, walks back into the, into the class and puts it on top of the heater so it's blowing oh like a hot air balloon God. to dry so that I can wear them again when they dry. Not the My Little Ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Whitey Tidies. Not the My Little Ponies. Oh Not the God. Grumpy Bears either. I could not believe it. Not the I was poo like, This is No, actually, I think I remembered that they were clean. They were just peed on. And then they were all soapy. And I probably burned when I put them oh, back on them. Oh, <laughs> your little vajayjay. Yeah. And again, it was so embarrassing. And I, it was what I was known for. That didn't help make any friends. I didn't make any friends. It was the girl that peed in first grade and had oh. her underwear up. on. The, and so I laugh about it now because I'm just like, what were you thinking? But again, nobody asked me if I was okay. Nobody asked, why are you so upset? Why, why? do you have anxiety? Why is your yeah. face all red? Nobody. It why was are just you like, in first grade and peeing your pants? Like, right. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't have a problem. Right. Because I, I was a dancer. So you had to hold it while you were on stage right. and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I didn't have a problem. It was nerves. Yeah. It was 100% nerves. Yeah. I don't know if like, uh, I've talked to someone that I work with when they were younger, they were talking about how they were like teenagers and they, they got pulled over when they were 16 oh, God. and they immediately felt like, okay, I got to pee. I got to, yes. so that's, that's the feeling that yeah. I can explain where you're just like, Oh my God, why am I getting pulled over? Yeah. You know, and you get that stress, you know, when you're younger right now, we're like, Oh shoot, is it a headlight? You know, no, you think I still thing. could almost <laughs> shit myself when I get pulled over and I, yeah, I'm not even doing anything wrong. And I still just want to pee everywhere and throw up. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What if I forgot there's a gun in my car? <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's that's the feeling that we can describe it as. So yeah, that, that, that doesn't help for anyone to make any friends when, no, when you're younger. Absolutely not. So I don't remember second or third grade. And I think in fourth grade, again, I think we were having a party. I don't know if it was like a holiday or something. And we all got candy. And I walked out to the locker and I had a green... Um, do you remember this story? Yes, you've told me I this story. I had a story. green it's round terrifying. candy. Yeah. What, what are those called? Like they were... Gobstoppers? Kind of, right? They were the clear ones that were kind of sour. Oh. Well, I popped one in my mouth and I think I went to go say something or move out of the way from someone else and it, I started choking. Yeah. And I had a taffy apple in my hand and I'm holding it and everyone's looking at me and I'm just like, oh my God, I, I'm choking. Like I couldn't, I could not breathe. Oh my God. That's and so, so I scary. ran over to the, down the hallway to the water fountain and try, and I couldn't swallow. It was, it was, nothing was happening. So then I just, I'm holding, I remember holding myself, walking back. No one's around me. I'm just like, I'm, I'm dying. Like I was truly like fa fading out and I'm like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is horrible. So someone must've went and got the teacher because she, like, I just remember looking at her and I was like, everything was starting to turn black. Yeah. And she looked and she started hitting my back and I started walking like to the office. Cause I was like, someone's got to save me here. Like something's happening. And finally she was able to save me. Oh God. So that was good. I remember spinning it across the hallway and Jesus. I took this really deep breath and I was like, okay, wow. That's what death feels like. Like it was so scary. All I remember is I grabbed my backpack in embarrassment and I walked out and, and it was the end of the day. So it's just like, I, you think about this kind of stuff and you're like, God, you know, it's terrible. It's so lonely. You know what so I mean? Like it's, and you have no one to tell. I highly doubt they called my mom. No, you know, they were like, like, she's fine. 
Yeah. Especially yeah. back then. Right. Of course. You know? Of course. Mom's working. She's yeah. a nurse. She's, yeah. she's, she can't leave. Yeah. You know, dad's on a job. He can't leave. You know, are you breathing? Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, you're fine. You'll be fine. We were playing hockey one time and someone accidentally hit their stick up and hit me in the face and cut my lip. I have a scar still. It's one of these sides. I have a scar still. And it probably needed stitches. And so the, the nurse, or no, I'm sorry, not the nurse, the, the office staff called my mom and my mom was like, well, and they're measuring it in the office. They're measuring it oh for my, my mom. Cause God. again, she was at work and they said, and she's a nurse and she's a nurse. So she doesn't panic about anything. I mean, she's very, very good at like knowing what, yeah. but it, I have such a scar that I'm sure I probably could have used a stitch or two. Yeah. And so she told them, oh, it's a, you know, you got a couple more hours, just put a bandaid on it. They literally put a bandaid across my lip. Oh to, to, to like hide it. And I had to go back to class. What the fuck? Just come pick me up. Do you know that like you are reminding me of so many stories? <laughs> Please just come get me. My kid oh my called God. me once because he was having a stressful day and told the nurse his hair was falling out. You bet I picked him up. Yeah. I left work and picked him up because I did not want him to have to worry that his hair was falling out. Oh my God. I had a cut on my lip that is still a scar. Like I can still see it. Especially when, like after we go to Florida and come back, you can see it because, yeah. you know, scars don't tan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one. Yeah, you also. do. I, yep, on your lip as well. That so. one was from much later in life. Oh though. my God. <laughs> so I hope everyone's laughing and relating to some oh of this God, stuff. Because it's, it's like. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, and again, no one asked. No. No one asked. <laughs> do that to my best friend. <laughs> Find out who you are. <laughs> I'm sure it was an accident. Uh, I had mono in sixth grade, me and my brother. My brother's 13 months younger than me. I had mono. So it was like. Because you um, were making out. I, nope. Pink, with yourself choking, in the mirror. Cut lip. Nope. Nobody was making out with me in sixth oh, grade. God. I had mono. I don't know how we got it. Probably from dance or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. um, so I slept for a week. And during that time. The class in sixth grade was learning the U.S. Constitution. Oh, God. Remember, you had to take that class yes. to graduate? Yes. So I, as the second that I was feeling better, they would send the homework home. I think my mom would go and pick it up and, and bring the homework home. But I have always been someone that has always been sick. Like, if I get sick, it's bad. And so I slept all week. I could not study. I just didn't want to do anything. I don't know if anyone's ever had mono, but you cannot do anything. My brother even had it worse. Yeah. You know, he was really bad. I think he almost passed out in the shower the one time, and we had it together. Um, so during this time, finally feeling better, not studying because I just couldn't. So they had done, like, weeks of studying and class and, like, right. practice tests and all yeah. that. So I got back, and the teacher said, tomorrow you're going to take the test. Oh, my I'm God. I'm sure that you studied all week. And I'm like... I no, I didn't. And so I tried my, I think my mom tried to help me that night. Like we were going through questions and it just wasn't like, I was still just exhausted tears. Oh my God, this is going to suck. And so the next day I took it. And then every week after that, I didn't hear because they swore that if you didn't pass, you weren't graduating eighth grade. You were going to have to take the class again. They oh were going to hold gosh. you back. I was so stressed. So I walked up to the teacher for probably the fourth time in a row. And I said, can you tell me how I did on the class? And she looked at me and she goes, you failed. Mm. And her eyes got really big. And she goes, there, that's your answer. Oh my God. Swear to God. And I was just like, oh my God. And I immediately ran to the bathroom. I, I'm certain I threw up, pooped, whatever, because I was so upset. I'm like, they're going to hold me back. I'm not going to graduate with all these people I've been in school with. What the hell is going to happen? Which might've been a blessing. So she never followed up with that, and I still graduated. Um, so I don't know if that was just her sick of me asking or if it was close enough where I passed or if I don't know the backstory. I think Maybe mom called and said she had mono. Can she do some? I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I only remember that specific I moment. I think that me and you, like I think I was probably the last generation of kids that they did not want to hold them back and you got pushed through. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? I'm, I'm sure of yeah. it then. Cause I am, well, so you know me, we took that, we took that food safety course together. Remember I was yeah. freaking out. I'm like, I failed. I failed. Yeah. I got a 99% out yeah. of hundred. I missed like yeah. half a point. And what did they give you three hours? And I was done in like 15 You minutes. got up and walked away and I was just like, oh my God. I was on like question five. I You're was, like, it was so easy. Goodbye I'm everybody. So confident. <laughs> 
And I was like sweaty, armpits, butt crack sweat, you know, like swamp ass. You know what? Though? I was so worried. I worked in the industry for so long. Oh, yeah. It was nothing that to you. Not even like being like professionally trained. It was just common sense. Yeah. And they told you, like, you better read the questions very carefully because they'll word it and confuse you in this. And I'm going, where? Where did they do that? I don't know where they did that. It and was all me, common sense. They confused me. Yeah. I had to read it five times. You keep the spoons in, you take them out, you use a new spoon. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Crazy. Oh, that's so funny. But I think that that it it's relating to the yeah. story. Yeah. Like, I, I laugh. Because we have to do those tests for work, right? You always have the um, ongoing yeah. learning. Training. Training yeah. and all that. Yeah. And it stresses me out. Going to the DMV, having to take a test, oh, it stresses God. me if out. If I had to go take the driving test, like the written one right yeah. now, I would shit my pants. So, me too. Yeah. Me too. Those are the questions that, because it's, there's a person to your left and a person in front of you, and you all pull up to a four-way stop at once. Who goes first? And yeah. it's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Whoever Who's goes on the right? first. I don't know. Am I on the right? Are you on the right? Yeah. And it's like left, center, <laughs> right? You know, I don't fucking know. It's whoever has the balls enough to hit the gas first. Okay, that's who goes first. Let's be real here. Nobody's following the rules of the road. Besides, we stay in our lane most of the time. So again, this is why I have PTSD on tests. Because I just, I have this fear of failing. So, um, we're going to go to medical real quick. So I have what's called angioedema. I have hives. And I want you to tell the story at work that we, oh we were just. Oh, my God. But, so yeah. for those that don't know, it's a self-swelling disease. There is no cure, and there are no answers. At first, they thought it was peanuts, almonds. There are certain things that I can't have, like dandelions. I cannot no roll in a, I can't roll in a field of dandelions. <laughs> the last dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom also has it. Uh, not to blame her, but it's a, there's a funny meme that says, shake what your mama gave you. And it's a medicine bottle of Benadryl. And so I shared that with my mom. We just laugh. Uh, she actually has it a lot worse than me. Unfortunately, her, you know, she gets it really bad. Her face swells. So my lips will swell. My eyes will swell. So when you're in first, second grade and you have no answers and you don't know why that also brings shut. Yeah. That also brings anxiety because it comes on. (laughs) She's squeezing her eyes together. It comes on with no warning. Like you just start yeah. to feel the tingle. Um, and you can't, you couldn't bring medicine with you. I don't think back then, like I didn't have a Benadryl in my pocket. No. I always yeah. do now yeah. just in case. Um, had to be like documented with the school in the nurse locked up and right. you only could have whatever it said on the package. And what I do remember is that it would feel so heavy. My face would feel so heavy. My cheek, my inner eye, my foreheads would get my forehead, not my foreheads. My forehead would get lumps. My lips would get swollen and I would go and ask for it. And they'd say, Oh no, you don't look too bad. Oh I would God. feel it though. Yeah. And know it was coming on. And then by the time I got home, it was really bad. Yeah. So having that happen and it's genetic and we've learned all about it. I know how to handle it now, but when you're younger and you're in school and all of a sudden, you know, you're swollen and all this kind of stuff and you get hives everywhere. Jesus. That also does not help with the self-esteem. You're pissing your pants. I was choking on candy. Choking on candy. Failing hitting, major tests. Hitting, uh, getting hit with a hockey everywhere. Stick. Yeah. And randomly swelling up. Yes. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have been friends with you either. No. No. <laughs> I was the stinky swollen kid. I probably would have been like, this girl's going to be my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) No one else thought that. And then I also had like hair that I could not control. My hair is extremely curly and never had a great cut with it. I think my mom probably tried, you know. Um, And then someone once told her, you know, actually you can relax the curls by giving her a perm. Oh, forget it. I had a fro when they weren't in. (laughs) I mean, it was... Childhood was terrible. I also received a few perms (laughs) that I'm not too proud of. Oh, gosh. So can you please tell the story of, because I still have it. I still have angioedema. I had a fat lip last night. Yes. Can you please tell the story? I will. So this is when me and Mare work together at a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in the office like, do-do-do, typing emails or something, doing the schedule. I don't know, whatever. (laughs) And we all kind of shared this office. There was a a shit ton of people that shared this office. So Mayor kept her coat, bag, whatever, snacks in there, you know. (laughs) And she comes in and she sits down just like, oh, God, you know, it's just so busy today. And she's like eating a granola bar or something. (laughs) And I'm looking at her and I'm like, damn, her lip is so lonely, (laughs) you know. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because I know, like, how self 
conscious you were about it. Yeah. Like you would complain about it all the time and like, oh my God, I'm so swollen. And you would like randomly walk in and like your eye would be shut, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, you know, like I'm sure she knows it's there. So you finish your granola bar, get a drink of water and you're like back to it. I'm going to go stock the shelves or what you were probably in bakery at that time. probably. So, and that's probably what set it off is you probably touched something with <laughs> almonds or something. But anyways, so you come back like two hours later and you were like, oh my God, look at my lips. And you were a who from Whoville, your lip was lifted all the way up to your nose, which was pushing your nose up. So you look like a who from, and I go, well, yeah, I was swollen like two hours ago. And, I, and you go, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I'm so sorry. So funny. <sighs> I couldn't I, believe I couldn't feel it because you usually can. Yeah. You get like this weird tingling. For well, anyone you that were has probably it, you kinda... used to it yeah, by then. Yeah, I'm sure. After 25 years of it oh, happening. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So still have it. So again, you are much better though. Much I better. Will say. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard it comes in sevens, like seven years. Oh, okay. And I knock on wood. Like yeah. I maybe just a, I I I can control it now. Yeah. Where like seven years ago I couldn't. Yeah. Although I did hear it was from my thyroid. So I had Graves' disease. Yes. And my thyroid was throwing everything off. And I think that excuse helped me. With could, it. it helped with it. Yeah. 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 For so sure. I think it's I think everything is under control now. Except for my brain. But well, I think it's is- really ever under control. <laughs> that we're just going to have to hope for the best on. Let's go to high school. Ugh, that was like the worst time of my yeah. life. Um, it's weird because I hated it. I remember the same exact thing as grade school. Lots of anxiety. Hated going. Was not a great student. Didn't think I was smart. Never told, never told that I was smart or yeah. that I did anything good. Yeah. Um, and so I you know, dated a couple of not so great people because I didn't have a self-esteem to date right. anyone nice, you right. know, I didn't know what to do. Um, so I dated someone, well, what I thought was dating, um, someone from another school. So my friend and I decided we were going to go to their homecoming. I think she was dating someone, one of his friends. Before all this, this person that I thought that I was dating told me, you would really look good in red, get a red dress. So I borrowed it because that was the year that I had gone to like homecoming, homecoming, prom, prom, and oh, it gosh. gets expensive, right? Yeah, right. So I promised my mom if I was going to have fun at these at these um, dances that I would borrow, we would interchange dresses, you know, borrow them. So he said, why don't you find a red one? And so um, a friend of mine had a red one that she loaned me and it was perfect. And I said, great. So put on the red dress, go to this house with my friend, and they start taking pictures. And I realized that my date, I'm putting this in quotes now, okay, yeah, yeah. is not there. And I didn't really, it wasn't really phasing me. I'm just like, oh, he must be coming or whatever. And then I see a couple of whispers in the back and a whispers over here. And then all of a sudden we were headed to the dance. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is weird. And one of the people that were in this group said, oh, he's going to meet you there. He's, he's going to meet you there. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's running late. He's going to meet you there. I'm like, oh. We have to remember, this is before cell phones. Yeah, it's before and cell social phones. social media. Yeah, 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 before all that. Yeah, thank you for that. Not that you're so old. But no, I mean, it was- Social media has only been around for like 15 years, okay? Right, right. It truly was just that <laughs> yeah. beginning of it. So we yeah. didn't, you know. So we pile in cars. Luckily, I brought my own car with my friend. And I, th- I think, now that I think about it, I think maybe she knew what was going on because she was dating she one of them. Tell you. I don't know. But- so who we, are you? You're a bitch to too. <laughs> Everyone's going to hate me after this. So we get to the dance and we walk in and I'm looking around and he has a red tie on and I'm like, Oh, how nice we go and take a picture. And then he disappears again. And I'm like, all right, what the heck is going on? So I think finally someone told me he was there with his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, girlfriend, and she was also wearing a red dress. What the fuck? So he pulled the whole thing because this is how naive and dumb I was and just wanted attention from anyone that would give it to me that I showed up to this dance in a red dress. He was there with his girlfriend. I think he dated her after that. And she was in a red dress. And so he's got two pictures from that same red dress and red dress. And so I realized what was happening, walked right out to my car and left. I was like, whoa, okay. You know, obviously I'm like, wow. You know, I mean, it was just, I had had it, you know, it was just like, what, what the fuck, you know? You're like, I'm not even pee pee pants anymore. I'm not even pee pee pants, green, you know, candy person anymore. So I get home and I pull into my driveway and a car follows me into the driveway. And so I'm like, well, what the heck? So it's this person from my school and he has no idea what just happened. 
And he said, hey, there's a party like right down here. And I saw you pulling into your driveway. You want to go? And I'm like, yeah, will you give me a couple minutes? Let me go, you know, get dressed, change, you know, and and I'll come back out. You didn't keep the red dress on? No. No. No, because it wasn't the same weekend of homecoming, so no one else was. Oh. So I went back in the house. And you didn't want to be the fancy dress girl then? I mean, you should, (laughs) right? You should always dress over. But so I go and change, told my mom what was happening. She was like, oh, go have fun, you know. So I get into the car. We go to a party. I have a fabulous time. And that person doesn't even know, but he truly like changed my thoughts on people yeah. within like 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, like and we're still friends. I still see him terrible. sometimes and yeah. we, we're still friends on social. He has no idea. If he listens, he may know now because he may know the story. Yeah. I had the best time at that party. So this is, this story is very detailed and also in my book, but you know, I kind of end it with, you know, if the dance doesn't work out, go to the party. Yeah. Just take, take, keep taking chances. Yeah. You may, like, I think I was at my lowest low, probably thinking some really bad stuff. And that one person going, ah, come to the party. And me saying yes, taking that chance made a huge difference. Always go to the party. Always go to the party. Unless you feel unsafe about going to the party. Of course, of course. (laughs) I felt very safe with this person. He was very kind and everyone at the party was good. I think I'm still friends with some of them. So I was rebellious when I was in high school and me and my brother decided to have a little soiree at the house. (laughs) We had never done that before. My parents told us not to, and they were going out somewhere and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be the cool person. Come on over. You know, oh God, people smoked in the garage and you know, my parents, we didn't do that. You did not smoke. Nobody in your house did. And um, the only joke was when my parents got home and they opened the garage door, like a billow of smoke came out and they were like, is our house on fire or the kids a bunch of jerks? Oh my God. So, um, People came over, they hung, hung out in the basement. It was like both of my brother's friends and my friends. And it was fine. You know, they only came for a couple hours. You know how it is in high school. You yeah. kind of hop around, you know. Yeah. Um, so during this party, someone did go into my parents' kitchen and they stole a stash of money that my dad had. Oh, shit. So that was a very big deal. Yeah. S- still don't know what happened. So, you know, they got the house cleaned clean the house. You know, parents were pissed, of course, because whatever. This just because we were in high school and we were a bunch of jerks. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, mom, dad. But someone did do that. So that's the worst. I was blamed. I was blamed. Um, my mom had looked in my purse, went, looked in my car, said, why did you take it? What do you, she thought money you for? did it. Yeah. I thought you meant you were blamed. Like one of your friends did it. No, I was blamed for doing it. Why? She like why? My, my wallet was open. What are you buying? Looking through receipts, you know, and I did not, I did not do it to this day. I did not. Um, but my friend who was my best friend for just a couple years in high school w- learned about this story. And so in high school, I think it was our junior or senior year. The office person that we were pretty close to, she was more close with my friend, had also had like a stash of change, you know, like any little extra thing she would put in this, I think it was like a cup or an envelope or something up in this um, cabinet. And I never really helped in the office. My friend did, I believe. Um, and one day she called me to the office, the the lady, and she said, um, you know, I have to tell you something. And I said, what? And she goes, someone stole my money. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I like went to go put my hand on her and she pulled away and she goes, and I know that you stole from your parents too. I was, I was told that you stole from your parents too. And I was like, I did not. And I was like in shock and I could tell by her face, she had already made up her mind that it was me. You know what? You're a bitch. Yeah. It was, she had made, that that lady's a bitch too. And uh, so, and no one else was questioned after me. What the hell? Yeah. How do they just decide? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just one of those things that really just, it just irks me a little bit. Because you ever have those situations where you just want to protect yourself and like share out, like yes. I didn't do it. Right. But no one's listening. It doesn't matter. Because like matter. you said, she already made up her mind. Yeah. So, yeah. And my friend called me out on it. Like who I thought was like a best friend of mine. But, nah. I did some not so great things to her either because of that. I was just like, uh. you were like, mm, I'm going to give myself some bad karma. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about bullying. So I had one in high school, but it was like a, um, 
it was like a casual bully, <laughs> if that makes sense. Huh, like he was like the class clown and everyone okay. loved him and he was super popular and all this kind of stuff. And I just wanted to be his friend because I inside was also a very funny clowny kind of person. I right. think I still am. I'm kind of goofy and yeah. stuff, but I, I never showed it when I was in high school. And so I just wanted to be his friend, but he, he was never nice to me. So, um, I, again, I was at a, a dance and I went to a dance with somebody and, you know, back then you didn't have like immediate, you don't know what happened to the pictures when you're taking them. Oh, and right. both of us closed our eyes. Oh, me and my dad closed our eyes. And yeah. I knew it. I told the photographer and I'm like, Oh, I think we just, I just closed my eyes. And he was like, next, like it was not, you know, and you didn't oh have digital God. back then, yeah. you know, it was like dinosaur days. And so sure enough, they printed a couple weeks later and both of us had our eyes closed. And I, to me, I, I didn't care. I was just like, oh my God, we look stoned or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just looked at them. I'm like, ah, whatever. And I threw them in the trash. Well, this guy pulled them from the garbage, cut them up, and handed them out to everyone Aww, and, like, hell? made it a big deal, even yeah. though I, at first, did not care about it. Well, then all of a sudden, then I was caring about it because it, then it was a joke. Right. And so it was like, I don't know if he, like, hung them anywhere. I can't remember, uh, you know, my brain. Blocked but it. But I, I remember that it was just, like, a big thing. So many, many years back, they decided they were going to do this. I think it was like our 20 year anniversary. They were going to share a whole bunch of pictures. And of course it came up again. He still has it. Oh and so God. everyone that didn't like me in high school had a field day. Oh my God. Ha 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 on socials. And I was just like, still didn't care. Cause I know what happened. It doesn't freaking matter. You know, that actually didn't bother me two years ago. I was on the road. No, three years ago. Now I was on the road and I get a message from him and he was like, Hey, uh, cause we were, I don't, I don't know why, but I, you know, on social media, when you first get on Facebook, you add freaking yep. everybody. And I forgot I added him and he sent me a, a message and he kind of started off with like some bullshit stuff like, um, Hey, how's it going? You know, you're so great at this running stuff and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. You know, again, back to my childhood, like, Oh, this is the class clown wanting to be my friend. Yeah. And then he sent it. And he said, remember this? This is so fucking funny. I'll never forget this. And it was the picture of our eyes closed. So then it bothered me. But it never, bo it never bothered me. I didn't care. It wasn't like someone I was dating. We just went. And I thought, what a fucking turd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why do you have to do that? And I mean, in our 40s still doing yeah. it. So, so for me, it's like a red flag is always a red flag. A bully will always be a bully, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And I think I wrote something back like, you know what? I've kind of lost all those days. Really don't need this, you know? And then I ended up just, I think he wrote back, ha, 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 or something like that. Like, like he'll always be a jerk. And so then I finally just blocked him on everything yeah. I could possibly block him on. But uh, for some reason, that it bothered me then. Because it, that's a form of bullying. Right. And so back then, we didn't have that. I am so happy for the kids that now have someone they can go to. They have some kind of liaison that can say, what is happening? Give me the facts. And they're protected. Yeah. Some of it goes a little too far, right? I right. will say that. But I think I would have been a little more protected. But, you know, again, you know... I no don't know, because really... the school nurse was in there measuring your lip. I don't know if they would have done anything. This is very true. <laughs> this is very true. I don't know. I don't like, get over it, Meredith. You're fine. And stop stealing from people. <laughs> and quit pissing your pants in class. <laughs> I hope people are relating. Like, oh, oh my God. God. You know, like, I hope their childhood was not I, as bad. I or told if it you. was, like, similar, at least they're like, oh, God, thank God, you know. We took a little pee break, and I'm like, every story you tell, like, I have one. Yes, have yes, one. yes. So, yes. Oh, yes. man, it's Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. So I was a cheerleader for many, many years. And in seventh or eighth grade, I was on a, um, like, kind of kind of like the best of the best type cheerleading back then. We didn't the varsity really, Well, it was like a, um, a, you know, like a club where you, it wasn't part of your grade school or high school, but it was like if you were good. Travel you went cheer. And yes, 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 okay. Yes. You would compete. And, you know... I, I was good. I was good at it. You know, I was tall. I was thin. I was the base. Every, you know, no one fell and um, made, made a couple friends there. And we went to go compete. And I remember working so hard. And it's like, I still have the VHS for it. Oh, like, God. oh my God, it's pink. It's pink. The VHS, that was cool back then. Do you remember? Yeah. So, um, and I remember after the competition, we had gotten a 99 out of 100 and one of the judges noted facial expressions. And so it's a group of maybe 20 of us or so. 
the coach looked right at me and she said, because someone didn't smile when she was in the front row. Oh my God. Swear to God. And I was like, oh my God. It completely changed how I felt I was at cheerleading. I was no longer good. I let the team down. I, you know, that lady's a bitch too. Why is everybody around you a bit? Am I a bitch? No. Because you're surrounded by bitches. (laughs) Oh God. Are you sure I'm not a bitch? No. You know who is the bitch is the whiny bitch here. That's telling all our stories. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. So, I mean, that absolutely just stopped my, my, my confidence in cheerleading. And it was really one of the only things I had. So super, super sad. I did it through high school, but then my senior year, I was just, absolutely falling apart. Like a person can only hold on for so long, you know, and I really just didn't have like a great youth. And I went to go try out for the teams. And because my mind was just so burnt out and I just wasn't well at all, I learned the routine and then went to go do the tryout and could not remember the routine. And I remember standing there crying in front of the judges. Yeah. And um, then I think because they knew my history of how I was, they gave me like basketball instead of basketball and football oh. cheerleading. And I didn't even, I didn't even do it because yeah. football was the fun one. Right. That was the one that you did all like the basket tosses and all this kind of fun stuff. So I just never, I never went back, but I did. Um, my cousin helped me get a job at that Lake Forest gymnastic factory and did actually end up for many years coaching cheerleaders to learn flip flops and to do all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it did work out for the positive, but it didn't, it didn't during high school. So yeah. And I just, I don't know. I'm a whiny bitch. <laughs> my, is this my last story? Man, do I have a lot. I thought we both picked seven. Oh yeah. So this must well, be my seventh. Yeah. Then? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, maybe we've added a few. As in the, as, <laughs> <laughs> so as an adult, I had some of the similar things happen in the running world. So as you know, I'm an ultra runner. Yes. I love to run. I've been doing it on my own for three years now. Yeah. Um, I do have a friend that I run with, but she's busy making babies. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? So with I'm that? waiting 18 years for yeah. that. She'll be pushing well, me in a wheelchair. You know, she can she can run. With, no, with she will. Children. We already have yeah. adventures planned. Yeah. But I just I love running. Um, I ran races for years. But, and I kind of sacrificed a lot because, you know, on a Saturday when you need to run 20, 30, or even 40 miles, you're away from your family and stuff. So you have to be able to like the people that you're running with if you're walking away or if you're running away from your family, right? Yeah. So I was at a race. It's a trail race, one that I respected highly. And I had my headphones in and I ran in and they said, whoa, you're really doing good. Great race. All that kind of stuff. And it was like acquaintances, you know, people that I kind of knew I was happy to see them. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like the higher miles. And I think I got done and I think they thought that I put my headphones or music back on or my headphones back in. And I heard them say, yeah, see you later, bitch. And as I was, and I turned and I kind of turned and looked back and then they were busy with someone else. And I was kind of hoping they would have noticed that I noticed that they said that. And then I just finished the race and decided that I was done. I didn't, I did. I was done. Can you not not have anything? I can't have anything. You can't have anything. And so that was in like 2019, I believe. And so I have been running on my own, which is why I love the 22 miles that I do in Wisconsin. That is my thing. My friend and I found that probably nine or 10 years ago when no one was out there. Yeah. And that's my thing to do. Like last year or the year before, every weekend I was yes, out there. You did Every it. weekend I did every it. Every single weekend. Because I find my soul again out there and it's only me. It's only me. That's it. And you so graciously invite me every once in a while. I do. And I'm just like, Pfft. you know, I have a well, lot of memories up there. You want to give me a piggyback there. ride? <laughs> I really do have a lot of memories up there. I've brought a lot of people yeah. there. I mean, lots of people. I yeah. just did it on Sunday with a friend I hadn't seen in 30 years. And, you know, it was like, it was like 30 years hadn't even passed. We just chatted about family. That's and fun. You get up there and you're looking at the leaves and, you know, 22 miles is a lot. Yeah. Walking, running, hiking, whatever it is. It's six hours. Five hours, six, whatever, however fast you walk you mean or run. Ten hours. I've been out there before with people when it was nine hours because yeah. it's taking pictures. We stop at a bar, we have a burger, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I just I feel like I've I I can't fully enjoy anything that comes to me because I feel like something's gonna happen. Yeah. And that's not fair because I I I I have a great life. 
Right. You know, I well, love my career. I'm going to be doing more yeah. things. I love my family and friends. I talked about that in the beginning. I feel like people are jealous of you. I think people get very envious. Hmm. Especially social media ruined it for everybody, right? It did. Because did. you only see the good side of most people. Yes, some people put all of their shit on social yeah. media, but yeah. you're you're not one to do that, okay? No. Right? No. You're not going to be like, oh, me and my husband got into a fight tonight. You know what I mean? No, like, no. So anybody who looks at your social media is going to think, oh, my God, she's got a perfect life with these perfect children and her perfect husband and her perfect home and her perfect body, and she perfectly runs everywhere, and everything just always works out for Meredith. And it's the truth. No. Fucking, <laughs> fucking bitch, you know? Yeah. And that's what people see and perceive they don't know the damage, the, the, the stress you went through with yeah. both of your children mm-hmm. when they were in and out of the hospital when mm-hmm. they were younger. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know anything. They don't know the shit that happened when you were younger. Yep. They don't know anything. Yep. All they know is what they perceive. Right. And right. very jealous and very envious. Right. Mm-hmm. So on the flip so side of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> On the flip side of that, though, if you are seeing that and you're jealous or envious of someone that you think has a, a perfect life, don't. There's, just, just focus on yeah. yours. Don't worry about yeah. Shut the socials down then. Right. Shut them down yep. and just go work on yourself and those around you. Yeah. The, the best story I ever heard is, and I told my son this last month, that, um, and I know many people have heard the story, but I'm going to relay it again. So if the cabin air pressure in an airplane drops the oxygen masks drop and what do they tell you to do put yours on first before you help anybody else that is life yeah you need to make sure that you're okay you feel good you're breathing yeah and then you can help others yeah so get off of socials if you if you're je- jealous and because all that's going to do is cause a ripple effect right. within your family you're going right. to be crab you may not even notice it you might be crab you might be sad you yeah. might be and you may not even know why it's because the socials are just in your face they call yeah. it romanticizing actually yes. you know yes so you know if that's you just think about it like what can I do for me now this is not a selfish thing right you know mental health physical health and get outside and is, walk even if it is selfish that it's something that's good to be selfish about. it's in, improving yeah. you whatever's yeah. going to improve you will then improve everything around you yeah you know like we talked about earlier step away if yeah. something's not good for you right yeah so and manifest it right yeah some people call it manifesting some people call it praying whatever mm-hmm. you call whatever, it whatever do whatever. it for you yep yeah do it for you and everybody that mm-hmm. you love Happy, healthy, wealthy. Yes. Oh, I love that you say that. You remind me and Bestie of that all the time. (laughs) So um, I was like, you know, I really, I really need to improve on myself. And then it's always been in the back of my mind to want to help other people. Yeah. So I started taking classes. I'm, I am like a master life coach now, a career coach. Like I've been taking all these classes on my free time while I'm running, while I'm home, while I'm, and so I'm taking all of these classes, not therapy, I'm not a doctor, but it's just about maybe sharing your experience and then maybe helping someone plan for their next move yeah. or helping them or shared experiences or anything like that. So I'm really excited about that. I think the plan is to learn all I know this year and then maybe pull that into 2024 and see yeah. what happens. Hopefully that age as well. I feel like, cause even just talking about it with somebody could definitely help. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like better that you put this out into the universe? I do. Or do you feel like, man, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. I think when we're done recording here, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to shut down the word, you know, the, the word document that I have. And I don't think I'll ever think about anything again. Yeah. And it's such a great feeling. Yeah. It's such a great feeling. Now I am writing a book. So you're going to hear some of these same stories and the book is actually going to be like the podcast anxiety makes me poop and it does have short stories. So true short stories of my life. But the last couple sentences of each story is how to overcome it. Yeah. How to overcome it. So I'll, a, a perfect example is, and they're very fun ones. Like some of them are kind of fun. Some of them are a little more serious and how you can look at it a different way. Right. And so I'll end with this. And everyone that I've told loves this. So we were, Steve and I were up in Lake Geneva and a bunch of women were in a tie-dyed Volkswagen Beetle. Ugh. And they looked so fun. Such a fun group. And I said, I love your style. And the woman looks out the window. She goes, me too. 
And for some reason, it caught me like, was that a compliment? Was it? So I started researching it. This was before I started writing the book. And I actually found someone, gosh, I wish I could remember her name, but she said, when you put I in a compliment, you're actually having it reflect on your taste. You, yeah. So when I said, I like your style, I was not complimenting their style. I was complimenting that I noticed that their style was great and it's all about me right. noticing it. Right. Right? <laughs> Which is so fucked up. It is. Because we've lived our whole lives this way. <laughs> so what you do want to say for those that are wondering, yeah, you want to take I out of the compliment. Like I could have said, your style is fantastic. And then they may have said, thank you. Thank you. Right? Because yeah. that fully puts them in the compliment. That's right. totally to them. Or cute shirt. That looks great on you. Yes. Yes. It's hard. It's hard Not, though. I love that. No. That's no. your taste. That's, that's your. Me. We are actually reversing it back <sighs> on us. Say So think about it. That is disgusting. The next time you want to give a compliment. Do, put more of an adjective in front of yeah. what you're looking at, like cute pants, great uh, fall sweater. Say it like <laughs> that. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> yeah. And just, you can't say love your hair. Do a, because that's still, you have to put I in front of that. I love your hair. Love your hair is still like saying that I'm loving your hair because I love because. your hair. <laughs> I think your hair is great. And it would probably look better on me. Exactly. Anyways. I, so that's a great cut on you. That's a great color on you. Stop. Think adjectives. And it takes the eye away. You're, you're making me do English work now, too. <laughs> well, we have to end on something light here. English language. I was a whiny bitch, and now I'm sharing what I've been there learning all year. So. so so look for the book, too. Anxiety Makes Me Poop. Same, same title. Short stories. Is it out now? Um, it's going to be very soon. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, I have, you know. I have, uh, my well, editors be, looking at it. I can't wait to buy a copy and have you autograph it. Yes. It's going to be short. It's going to be quick, be short. Millions. It's, it's part one. And then, uh, we'll keep going from there. We'll see if it's like, so I'm very Because excited. your life is crazy. So, you know, you're going to have more stories. To I, I may. <laughs> it just seems to keep rolling, which I just can't. I have such a great personality. So, so I don't know. Why this keeps happening? So to me. many life experiences. Yeah, all well, and thanks for one. listening to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I just I hope one person is listening. They're like, oh wow, yeah. Maybe my shit wasn't so bad. Yeah, and you know these were the stories I chose to share. Right. Let me say that there's definitely some more out there, and you know if the request is to maybe do another hour, I'll do it. But some of them are pretty personal, and I don't think Nobody I'd be able to get through them. Has said, Cass, will you tell us seven <laughs> more stories? They were like, God damn. <laughs> Your podcast, your episode is listened to every day by someone. Really? Yep. Sick. Yep. Sorry. Nope. Someone <laughs> finds our podcast every day and at least one person listens to your episode daily. <sighs> and they also listen to my colonoscopy and they listen to oh, Kylie's God. and they listen to Kevy's. Someone listens. They We at least have one that rolls through. Dude, and we I don't forgot, even really talk about it. I so. forgot the. I forgot about the colonoscopy. <laughs> Freaking funny. Go listen to it again. All right, I think we talked everybody's ear off. I am certain this is well over an hour. Everybody be happy, healthy, wealthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.